We pick up on 23b, that is Chaf Gimel Amubet, at the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Ezu Tamba, Ezu Muad. Now we get into discussions what type of ox uh, is defined as a Tam and a Muad. We've had this uh, many times, uh, these things, but now we get to the actual definition uh, of, of how you become a Tam and a Muad. Muad, Kol Shiedu Bosh Loshayamim. Uh, the first opinion says any time you warn an ox three times, uh, that's it. So uh, the, uh, the, that is a muad. You've already warned it three times. The time, Mishachazor bore Shloshaimim, Div Rabbi Yehuda. And, uh, uh, and Rabbi Yehuda's opinion uh, says that uh, it, uh, when it doesn't do something uh, then three times, it, it, it was in a situation where it could have uh, done what it was doing before the goring, uh, it could have done it and it never did it. So uh, then it's, if it stops doing that, that is Rabbi Yehuda's opinion uh, that it's uh, three uh, different days. And uh, if he stops doing it on three different days, uh, then uh, that is uh, muad, uh, how it becomes a muad, and then how it could even become a tam again. Rabbi Rebima says muad, she'idu bo shlosha pamin, v'tam she'yu tinakot mash mashin bov einonogach. So Rabbi Meir says it's not three different days, uh, it's three different times. It doesn't make a difference of the number of days uh, on which the uh, it occurred. It could be more, could be less, uh, etc. And uh, how does it become a tam? Uh, it means when children can play with it and it doesn't go with them. All right, uh, when, and, and until that happens, it, it's very dangerous for the children uh, to do it. But anyway, that is uh, uh, that is the opinion. So now the Gomorrah immediately asks, my timer, Drabi Huda. What is Rabbi Zudah's rationale uh, for his statement? Amabai uh, Amabai says uh, the, the the verse says it, it's known for the ox was a goring ox from yesterday and the day before yesterday and the owner uh, didn't uh, look after it properly. So tomorrow tomorrow had it means yesterday is one day mitmol uh, tray that is uh, two days shloshim shilshom tlata and then the day before. Uh, yesterday, that is three different days. Velo Yishmerenu Balav, and the owner uh, did not guard it. Atnan Nagicha Revit. What happens is here is the fourth time of goring, and the animal uh, would have to pay full fourth uh, for the fourth time. Would have to pay full damages uh, for that. You have three times, and then an extra fourth. Uh, Rava's opinion. Uh, Rava Amar Tumol. Uh, it's mall, uh, it mall. Uh, it says uh, yesterday and from yesterday. Don't do it separately. You say that is really one day. Shilshom uh, um, And the day before yesterday is two days, and the owner hasn't secured it. Means uh, it's liable. And uh, and according to Rashi, at least, uh, this is uh, uh, a dispute really whether uh, a chazaka is formed uh, like two or three times, and whether the animal is liable for actually goring on the third time. Uh, that is uh, Rava's opinion. Uh, uh, that, that that's what he says. It seemingly even even the third time the animal goes, it is a uh, liable for full damages. All right, uh, Toswood disagrees with that. He says, no, uh, just a different way of saying it. Uh, but really, they both hold that uh, it's actually three gorings. Uh, the animal is still considered a tam. Only on the fourth goring uh, would it not be considered a tam. Rebbe Meir, my time, what is the reason of Rebbe Meir? Uh, why does he uh, then turn around and say, listen, it's not different days uh, that you're talking about, it's number of times. Uh, Detanya, I'm a Rebbe Meir. Rebbe Meir is taught, uh, 
Gichotav, Chayv. If the animal, if the ox in this case, only gored at um, at different intervals, the owner is liable. Karev Nikuchot Lokoshkan. And if it did so on a more frequent basis, uh, you know, if it spread it out, uh, the animal is still considered a uh, goring ox. If it did it, uh, you know, more, more frequently, uh, then uh, it is uh, surely how much more so uh, would you say that the ox is a dangerous ox has to be looked after? Amrilei, uh, uh, no, they would say you, the, the rabbi said back to Rabbi Ma Zava to a situation of a Zava will, will disprove you wrong. Shrikha Riotea, Tamaya, Krava Riotea, Tahora. Uh, uh, the, the, we're talking about a Zava. It says if she sees blood at uh, different intervals, at uh, certain intervals, on three consecutive days, uh, then she becomes impure. Krava itata riotea Torah. So, what exactly is the story with this um, zava? Uh, what happens is zava. There's a certain time of the month that a woman uh, sees blood that she becomes a nida. Uh, then, if it's after a certain period of time, uh, we're not going to get into exact details now. Uh, but uh, but a woman sees uh, blood for the f- in, in for the f- certain seven days of the month. That blood is considered uh, dam nida. And then afterwards, then the eleven days after uh, she's seen uh, the the, the nida, uh, then um, that that you know from days eight to eighteen, uh, that is considered uh, ziva blood. Right, and that's got different laws. Uh, that is, if a woman sees blood on one day, uh, or even two days, uh, she has to uh, take those days. Nothing happens to her beyond the, besides the fact that she cannot be with her husband, and she has to count. Let's say she sees blood on a Monday and a Tuesday. She has to uh, make sure that she sees nothing on the Wednesday. Uh, then she will go to the mikvah on the Wednesday and be with her husband on Wednesday night. However, uh, what happens in the situation where she would see uh, blood on a three uh, consecutive days, a Monday, a Tuesday, and a Wednesday, uh, then she becomes a Zavagadola. Zavagadola comes and uh, has to wait seven uh, clean days. She has to count seven. So she has to count uh, seven uh, clean days thereafter. Then she uh, brings a korban, uh, an offering to the Beit HaMikdash, and then uh, uh, she has to uh, then she can be pure after that. All right, so that is that. However, uh, when it comes to a man, uh, which we're going to see in a second, uh, a Zav, uh, he sees a different type of emission, uh, slightly uh, more runnier uh, than, than semen, and uh, as, as opposed to semen, which is thick, uh, this, this Zav uh, is, is, uh, is runnier. It can come even from a limp organ, etc. So there are differences amongst that, but also the difference between a male and a female is that if a male sees it on a number of uh, it sees three times it can be up to three different days uh, then he becomes also that's how he becomes a, a zav uh, proper or he sees it actually twice he turns into a zav uh, and he has to count seven clean days and if he sees it on three uh, days and uh, and then he has to end up bring a korban he has to bring an offering at the end of the the time period so uh, what what we see that and if however uh, the difference between a male and a female if the man sees it on uh, a number of, uh, if he sees it three times, for example, on a Monday at separate instances, uh, then he becomes a Zav immediately and uh, has to bring a Korban, etc. So the quicker it happens uh, for the man, uh, the, the worse in inverted commas it is and, and uh, establishes a pattern more quickly. So now, however, when it comes to a woman, uh, it has to be over three days. If she sees three uh, um, uh, bits of blood on, on one particular 
day, uh, then that just defines her as a, a zav, a zava uh, for that day, and, uh, and and she'd only have to count uh, three. Uh, she'd have to count uh, what's known as shomer jom, kenege jom, uh, as we mentioned. If she sees blood on a, a Monday and a Tuesday, for example, she'd only have to count uh, the Wednesday as totally clean. So uh, even if she sees three um, uh, different sets of blood uh, on on the Monday, uh, she'd count the Tuesday as uh, as clean. All right. So that that is uh, that's that. All right. So now Amalahim uh, Rabbi Meir says that's not a disproof to me. It says Harei who Amar vazot uh, when it talks about a, um, a man, it says, and this uh, should be his uh, tuma uh, when he has a discharge. Talakatov etazav b'riat etazava biyamim. When it says, and, and this should be his uh, tuma when he sees uh, when he has a discharge, means that this uh, specifically, and uh, the tuma of azav is where he actually sees it, uh, and the, and the, whereas the zava. Uh, comes along and says Yamim Rabim in the verse. So therefore, it, it, it makes it dependent upon days as opposed to man, which makes it dependent on sightings. Then what it says, Mimai Hai, Vazot Lemute Zava Miriot. And how do you know that this uh, phrase and this, uh, specifically and this, comes along and excludes Zava uh, from seeing more sightings of blood? Aima, Lemute Zav, Miyamim. Maybe it would come along and say, listen, you have to. Uh, change it around and say Zav. Uh, you'd also have to wait uh, three days, the same as a woman. Amakra hazav itzavor In other words, there's another verse that says anyone who has a discharge, whether it's a male or a female, uh, and therefore makish zachar lundkeva, a male is compared to a female. Manakeva biyamim af zachar biyamim. So a male to a female, the same way a female has to be over three days. A zav could also uh, be uh, become a, 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 a person could become a zav also over up to three days. Uh, the Gemara says, well, you know, Velakish and Nekevah Lazakar. Why don't you make a hekish, a comparison between a, a female to a male, Ma Zakhar Biriot, same, maybe this, the same way as a man uh, when he has different um, uh, d- different sightings, uh, the same thing should apply to a woman. Af Nekevah Biriot, she also sees, and maybe uh, more seeings in a closer period of time. Uh, would be more problematic for a woman and force her into a state of ziva more quickly. That's why uh, that, that's excluded by the fact that it says vazot. Uh, and this, uh, specifically talking about a male uh, zav in this situation, to Marita, uh, where do, why do you see fit uh, to uh, in, expound the verse uh, that way? And you said, listen, uh, the way it works is that women are excluded uh, from this and uh, um, uh, and men are included. No, mistabra kai briot mamait riot. So therefore, what we're saying is that it's talking about sightings in that verse, and therefore uh, you're going to exclude uh, something that you see v'kai briot matame yamim. But how could something that's connected with sightings, i.e., the male, be compared to something which is said about a woman, which talks about a uh, days? All right, and uh, and therefore there's different contexts. Uh, and that's why it's not the same law. 
Uh, all right, so that uh, that is uh, that they're dealt with. Right, so now the Gemara moves on. Tanu Rabbanan, we learned in a brata. Ezu Muad, what is defined as Muad? Kol Shido or Shloshiamim. Uh, what type of ox is um, word defined as warned? Uh, that we warned it on three different days. V'tam sheyu hati nokot m'sham shin bo v'einu nogech tiverebi yosti. So, um, and anyone. Uh, uh, if children pet it and it doesn't go, that is that in Rav Yossi. Okay, so now that actually uh, takes the first part um, with Rabbi Huda and then uh, takes the second part of what he says, and that's Rabbi Ma. Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Shimon says an ox uh, is, is talking about uh, that is gored three times, and it says, Okay, so that kind of uh, takes. Uh, a bit of Rabbi Huda and a bit of Rabbi Meir as well, same as the first uh, part of it. So Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon seem to be mixing and matching uh, the opinions of Rabbi Huda and uh, and and Rabbi Meir, uh, one with each other. They they don't say all like Rabbi Meir, and, and neither do they all say like Rabbi Huda. They both take uh, bits, uh, one from each uh, shita. So uh, how do we understand that? I'm Rav Nachman. I'm Ravada. Uh, Ba'ava. So Rav Nachman said that Rav Ada Ba'ava says halacha Rabbi Huda Mo'ed. The halacha is like Rabbi Huda when it comes to Mo'ed. Sharei Rabbi Yossi Mo'delei because Rabbi Yossi agrees to his opinion and it says halacha Rabbi Ma'ed Batam Sharei Rabbi Yossi Mo'delei and Rabbi Yossi agrees to his opinion uh, over here as well. All right. So that is so we see that uh, the halacha is like. You know, Rabbi May in one respect and Rabbi uh, Yehuda in another respect. So I'm allowed Rav Rav Nachman. So Rav says to Rav Nachman, "Avleim Amar Halacha Kerebi Maya Humad." Why don't you say the opinion is uh, with uh, regard to Rabbi Maya uh, with a muad? Sharei Rav Shimon Mordelo, because Rabbi Shimon agrees with him. In this instance, and therefore, uh, and then also what you could say, Valacha Karebi Huda, Batam, and Valacha is like Rabbi Huda when it comes to a tame ox, Sharei Rabbi Shimon, Mordelo, because Rabbi Shimon, if you follow Rabbi Shimon uh, throughout, uh, then he seems to be, uh, as as we often have it, the Machria, you have two different opinions, and then you have a third opinion, uh, which takes bits of both, and then he is often the, the law follows uh, what's known as the Machria. So why don't you say that? Amalai, Rana Karebi Riosi, Really, what happens is, is that uh, I hold like the opinion of Rabbi Yossi because Rabbi Yossi always has uh, his reasons uh, with him, and that is why I hold like Rabbi Yossi. Right, Ivailahu, the next question. Uh, the three days uh, that they talked about. Uh, the question is, are uh, they need uh, they needed to make the ox? Uh, warn beforehand or they needed uh, to warn the person uh, who owns the ox uh, to tell him he has to watch out uh, for his ox okay the Gemara says my nafkimina practically what difference does this make uh, surely in all cases um you have to uh, pay either after the, the third or the fourth time, depending on how you read that that initial thing. And you say the So what you would say is three kitay So what happens is the three groups of witnesses come to court on the same day, and uh, they talk about the ox goring on let's say on the Monday, the Tuesday, and the Wednesday. Torah If you want to say that uh, they could all come together, and it was talking about. Uh, 
the ox. And you could you could say, listen, the animal is therefore uh, defined as moed because animal. They're talking about one animal. One group's talking about animal that grows on the Monday. The second group is talking about the Tuesday, and the third group is talking about the Wednesday. Okay, uh, and therefore uh, you would say that 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 makes the ox a moed. Uh, gavra, uh, but it is to tell the owner uh, what what is going on. Law miyad. Uh, it's not defined as Yod over here because he's heard all of these three testimonies all on one day, even though they relate uh, to different days. So really what we're saying is that it's, he, he, and he can turn around and say, listen, uh, they've all come on the same day and they've all said this about me, but really it is only uh, essentially like uh, one uh, surely I've got to hear it over a number of days in order to inculcate this. So it's, all three of them come on one day, it's like uh, one uh, testimony, uh, long testimony. Okay, so Tashma, uh, how do we get out of that? Tashma, ein hashor naseh muad ad idu bo bifnei balim ufnei beitin. We say a brata that comes an ox doesn't become a muad until uh, the witnesses testify in front of the owner and in front of the beitin. Okay, v'idu bifnei beitin shlo bifnei balim bifnei balim shlo bifnei beitin. What happens if they testify it? Um, um, in front of a baitin, uh, but not in front of the owners or the owners, and not in front of the baitin. Ain't uh, no same word. We just repeat it. We say it's not a word. Basically, you have to bring everyone to court, uh, the owner uh, as well uh, as the as the baitin, obviously, and they have to testify that that is the the situation uh, in 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 this instance. Okay, so we see that uh, uh, we have to make sure uh, that uh, it, it's got to be done in both uh, for the court as well as the owner. Okay, so what happens is if that two witnesses are talking about uh, the first time that the animal gored, uh, two witnesses are talking about the second time the animal gored, and then two other witnesses, the third set, uh, come along and talk about the third incident. Uh, it, it might be three different um, uh, uh, testimonies over here, but but really it's like one uh, testimony when it comes to Adim Zomimim. Uh, and and, well, and let's explain that uh, by quoting the Gemara. Uh, it says, What happens uh, if the first witness set of witnesses is defined as uh, as conspiring? Okay, so what happens in that situation is that. Um, you have to, uh, the witness comes and uh, tries to get someone else into trouble uh, by, by saying something, by saying that the, uh, the person was there at a particular point in time. But it's discovered later uh, that uh, those witnesses are lying because of the fact uh, that that person uh, who they are accusing uh, was in a totally different area uh, uh, and was with them. Uh, at, uh, these other people uh, couldn't have been there. They were with uh, other people at the time, and therefore uh, aren't uh, there are conspiring witnesses, and, and the rule is that what you have to, you do to them uh, what they wanted to do to the uh, to the underlying people. So what we have is the following situation. So if the first set of witnesses is defined as as Adam Zomim, so therefore there are two. Uh, witnesses that uh, claiming that the ox gored vehi patur vain paturin and the owner has to pay for half of the cost because still his ox did damage uh, even though it's now a tam uh, and uh, and and therefore but um uh, and uh, you know and and therefore. <coughs> 
uh, he's exempt from paying the full amount. You know, that's uh, that's what we are, are saying, the full cost, and, 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 and so too, actually, the witnesses, uh, they're exempt from paying the owner. Uh, would we have to pay if their, their testimony was accepted uh, and the ox was considered a muad, because they only talk about the first time that the ox scored, and the ox wouldn't have been a muad on the basis of this testimony. So actually, they get off uh, scot-free uh, in this instance. So it, it means different things, but uh, they puttered totally, uh, <coughs> uh, and he is puttered from paying full damages. And then said, Katshnia Zomemet, and then you find the second group uh, that are Adim Zomem, Harei Kan, Eidotechat. So therefore, there's only uh, one testimony left, uh, and, and, and talking about uh, that the ox scored, who puttered behind Paturin again, exactly as we had before. Uh, <coughs> The owner of the ox is exempt uh, from having to pay the full cost, uh, and, uh, and and the witnesses are also, as we said before, exempt from having to pay the owner, uh, because even in that situation, the ox is not defined as a muad. Uh, however, nimtzad kachlishit zomemet. If the third group of witnesses are now uh, found out to be lying witnesses and uh, conspiring against this person, kulan chayvin. Uh, now, all of a sudden, uh, the, all the witnesses uh, become liable. The third group has to come and pay the owner of the animal the payment uh, for half the cost of the damage. Uh, they try to make him pay uh, for the third time the animal did it because there is uh, half of it he'd have to pay anyway because he's ox damaged. And here, what they're doing is uh, trying to make him pay another half. So they're liable uh, for that half, and all three groups have to share um, uh, in uh, the, the, that, that damage. Okay, that they try to uh, make him pay because the ox uh, was they try to make the ox into something a muad and uh, not. And then it says Neymar, uh, and on this it says Vasitim Lo Zamam, and you should do to them uh, as they wanted that he as he you should do to him as he wanted to do to his brother. I'm talking about the aid Zomem. Now the Gemara uh, draws its conclusion. Yamata Liude Torah Shapir. You can, if you say uh, that uh, the purpose of this testimony is to make the ox a muad, uh, well then that works out well because then we can say all three witnesses came on the same day uh, and uh, on on behalf of the so-called uh, victim of the of the third time, and therefore uh, they all knew about each other, and therefore the first uh, set of witnesses has to be pulled in. Uh, even the first and the second uh, set of witnesses, they both uh, pulled in uh, to to the the group that would have to ultimately pay half the damages. Okay, and that's a, a Torah Shapri that this this makes sense uh, because they are all uh, co-conspirators uh, in this um, uh, in this in this case. All right. Uh, so now. Um, uh, but it says uh, if it's to come along and warn the actual person themselves that his ox uh, is a goring ox uh, uh, so really what, what they, they should say is uh, the, the first set of witnesses should say we have a do we know that after uh, three days, other people were going to come and testify about the animal. No, it must be in the case of the Brata, where they all came on the same day. Uh, and uh, surely that's what we must be talking about. And uh, and therefore, it must be to say that the ox uh, is uh, uh, it's to warn the ox and not to warn the person. Amar uh, Ravashi, Ravashi says, Amita, the Shmata, commander of Kana. I said this in front of Rav Kahana. Uh, he says, um, uh, it says, Amridi and Rav Kahana uh, responded to me as follows, Liudai, Torah, Mi Necha, is that really true to say that they're coming just to warn 
the ox does that work out well uh, it says um, uh, but try uh, but then you know what about the last witnesses the, they should say how do we know that all those people in court came to testify about the ox uh, that they all were to testify about this this ox that they all came uh, to testify about it uh, all we want to do is make this person liable for half the da- the damage that his his ox uh, caused, but we're not um, responsible for making him pay the full cost of the damage. Actually, just to um, to, to to clarify what I said earlier, uh, in the third case, all the witnesses have to share full damage because actually the ox, uh, in this case, if you say the third time, he didn't even uh, go at all. Uh, so then that owner would have to pay zero uh, in that instance and these 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 witnesses would have to pay 100% because it's, it's, they'd have to pay the first 50% as well and then the other uh, 50% so now um, uh, and uh, so, so that's why this, this the next question makes sense uh, because we say uh, that the only would be liable uh, for half the damage in any case because the ox wouldn't have uh, they they claiming uh, that they didn't know any of the other people were involved uh, so all the, the the maximum liability should be to half uh, of the damage, and uh, the Gemara says no. The Kamramazei Rimuza. Basically, we see that uh, these are we talking here about the different groups of witnesses that were signalling uh, to each other, and therefore they knew uh, that each of them were testifying. They had uh, conspired beforehand. Uh, to do that. Rav Ashi Amar Rutsufim. Rav Ashi's got a different answer. He says they all came uh, one after the other and, and therefore we are quite, uh, everyone knows uh, why these people uh, are there and even they know uh, each other why they are there as well. Ravina Amar, Ravina says, Bachmrizin Makirin Balashor Vain Makirin Etashor. In this case, says Ravina, uh, the witnesses say they didn't know um, they, they knew the owner of the ox, okay, but they didn't know the actual ox itself. It means they came to court to, to make the ox a muad. Um, and because the witnesses aren't actually to identify the actual ox itself, uh, and therefore uh, they wouldn't be able to make the owner liable to pay half the cost of damage because it's only paid from the, uh, the animal and they haven't identified the actual animal as well. So really it, it must be talking about a case to say that the owners have to be um, uh, liable to pay uh, at, at the time of the third uh, attack. Okay, uh, and that's it because then it moves away from the body of the animal and moves to the, the uh, owner's personal balance sheet uh, that he has to do it. So the Gemara asks just on a practical level, so if they didn't know about the ox, how could they uh, be warning against it? Amri Torah Nakhana Itlai uh, okay, uh, sorry. Uh, they could have said to the, the animal's owner, listen, you've got a goring ox amongst your cattle and uh, violate. Uh, that's what they, they should have said. La luture kula vakra. And really, this would have forced the owner to come and uh, um, look after all of his cattle and not just uh, the one 
that they said uh, God. Right. <coughs> uh, next uh, piece. Ibal who misate kolosh kalbo shal chavero bechavero mau. What happens if uh, you take uh, A comes along and incites uh, B's dog and then uh, it goes and bites uh, C? How do we deal uh, with that mahu? All right. Manase vada pato. Mr. A over here is uh, definitely exempt because he's done uh, nothing uh, actually. He didn't really cause the damage directly. Uh, it was through the dog um, and, uh, and neither did his property. The question is, vada uh, ma. So we've got two people. Uh, you know, we only got really the, the owner of the killer, the owner of the dog, uh, that we're looking at uh, to pay the dam- damages because you know his his dog um, uh, caused the damage. So on the one hand, excuse me, we say Amir Minan Mata Amala, we say Anna Maya of So it could be the owner of the dog can say, listen, what did I do to the dog? It wasn't me uh, that did the do- uh, that incited the dog. It was uh, the other guy. That incited the dog. Or Duma, Amrinale, Gon Diadana, Bukalbech, Demashashe, Lay, Mishtashe, Lo, Ibra, Lay, Lashue. Maybe you say to him, listen, if you know that uh, other people uh, would make your dog wild and incite it, uh, that dog should have done it. And therefore, shouldn't have kept it uh, with you and because the fact that you kept it with you makes you liable uh, for it and you liable for the damages and the injuries uh, that you that you call it okay so uh, that's it so the owner of the dog um, <clears throat> could say listen I didn't do anything to the dog it was the other guy that did something to the dog or you say listen or we say listen the fact that you um, uh, you should have you should have trained it uh, better and therefore you sh- it, it shouldn't have never been able to do such a thing anyway <coughs> I'm a Rabbi Zaira. Uh, Rabbi Zaira says, Tashma, let's cry a Kevin answer to this. Tam, Shiyu, Atinokot, Mashmirin, Bo, Ainunokach, Hanogachav. It says uh, in, in the Brata, it says, if, uh, in the Mishnah as well, actually, uh, an ox will go back to its normal status, uh, a, a tame ox, uh, if the children pat it and still it doesn't go. Hanogach, however, if it does go, uh, then uh, the person is liable for that damage. Uh, Okay, Amara Bias Abaya says Miktani and Agahav. it doesn't say if it gored the owner is liable. No, Dilma Hai Nagah will have a tam. No, maybe it really means if it if it gored it doesn't turn back uh, to being a tam ox. Uh, but on the other hand, Babi Nagicha uh if it could be uh, that uh, the owner is still not liable for any of the damage caused by the goring because the, the children uh, incited the animal uh, to do it and therefore we can't work out uh, any proof on this brata. So Tashma we try again. Shisha it's bo it's a kelev shisha bo nachash as we had before uh, if you incite a dog against someone or a snake against someone uh, pattern you are exempt in that instance. Uh, again the Gamora asks uh, my love surely what are we talking about Surely it's, uh, we say that um, he's exempt, it means uh, the one who incited the, the dog uh, is exempt, or the snake, uh, but it says, and the owner of the, uh, of the um, uh, uh, thing is the owner of the, the, the dog is liable, and the Gemara says, Lo, I'm a pater, uh, af, um, a uh, it says, no, even the one who incited the animal uh, is exempt as well as the owner. 
And I'm a Rava. Rava says, "Im tin saloma hamasei meshashse kabo al chaveru bechaveru chayv." You could even say uh, that if you insult the dog of someone else against a third person, uh, is liable. It says kabo al chaveru bechaveru chayv. You would be liable. Shusahu. That's what. What happens if you come along and insult the dog uh, to bite you? I don't know. Maybe. Um, could be uh, that this person would want the dog to bite him anyway, not not quite sure. Uh, if you do insult it against yourself, uh, patter, uh, then you are exempt uh, uh, in that in that instance, or the owner of the, the dog is exempt in that instance. My time, what is the reason for such a thing? Uh, we had this before as well. Uh, anyone who's deviating from a standard acceptable behavior, he does something totally different, totally new, uh, and uh, and he, he does it that way. And someone else, and then someone else can come along and um, uh, say uh, about that uh, so that, uh, uh, they say listen uh, two wrongs don't make a right and if you're doing something abnormal I'll come along and do something abnormal to you and, and affect you while you're doing the first abnormal thing uh, it's not that you say okay well we look at it as if it's normal well we say it was an abnormal thing to do in the first place alright so um you know, this, this guy uh, behaved not normally and incited the dog against himself. The owner of the dog is not responsible uh, for any damage that the dog causes as a result of this incitement. Okay, and that's because uh, otherwise, it's, you know, then we have to have that because otherwise uh, people, um, yeah, would 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 get confused uh, with it and say, listen, you you'd, uh, you the dog might have to pay, etc. Anyway, uh, carrying on with this, I'm a lay rafapula rava rafapa said to rava it my mishmay the reish lakish kavate and some people say that reish lakish says like you the am a reish lakish because reish lakish is stay parot b'shorot harabim b'shorot harabim to oxen in the the public domain v'ata rutsufa v'chad malechet one is crouching down lying down and the one is walking v'ata malechet v'rut 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 uh, so there are two cows in the public domain. One is lying down in the street. The other one is walking. The walking cow goes along and kicks the one that is lying down. Uh, there's no... Uh, he, he, uh, he shouldn't be lying down. It's like stopping in a highway. Uh, and, and therefore, uh, there's no damages uh, for that. However, um, but uh, uh, on the other hand, if the if the cow that is lying down goes and, and sticks its foot up and kicks the walking cow, uh, the owner is uh, If you kick the walking cow, the owner is liable for that. Why? Because it's not normal uh, for cows uh, to walk around in the public domain. I mean, to lie down uh, in the in the in the public domain. This cow is lying down. Uh, in the public domain, so that's not normal. Uh, therefore, if someone comes along and kicks it, uh, that's also not normal. Uh, and he says, "Listen, Amalei, Ana Mahi Chiyuve Mechayvena." He says, "I would have held the owner of the walking car liable uh, in that in a tense." I mean, in that he had lach rishuta lasugya ela libute bi li lach ram. Uh, Basically, we said, listen, uh, you don't, you don't have the right uh, to stand on me, and uh, you also don't have the right to kick me, and therefore, uh, they are, you know, that's. yeah, that, that is the distinction between those two things and therefore we see that Rash Lakish and Rava aren't exactly the same opinion. Alright, we see we'll leave it there uh, uh, and pick up tomorrow. Be with a new Mishnah. Everyone should have a great time.